Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Gamers Without Borders podcast, a podcast about video games, technology and anything else we can think of. As always, I am Nick and joining me this week is YouTube extraordinaire and very aggressive Overwatch player Dapper Paperback. <laughs> Hello. Uh, it's just the two of us this week, but that's not a problem. Uh, how are you, Dapper? How have you been? I'm good. I had to resist all temptation to not sing just the two of us. Well, I've done it now, so... Yeah, you have. You kind of... <laughs> and I had to resist the temptation not to carry that on, but there we are. <laughs> how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm nice. It's a bit warm today, but other than that... If... Yeah. So, yeah. I woke up and I was just like, oh, it's Feeling too like hot. Feeling like P. Diddy. Yeah, I did. I was just like, yeah. I also woke up feeling like Rebecca Black as well. So. Oh God, don't you dare! If you start singing, I'm ending this podcast right now. Suddenly, I'm waking up. No, <laughs> I'm gonna mute you. I will mute you. But Nick, you have to be fresh, and you got to go downstairs. You've got to have your bowl. You got to have that cereal. Oh, to quote <laughs> a fantastic game, "Are you cereal?" Yeah. Okay, fine. But yeah, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I have... You had big news this week. Yeah, I got a surprise at the start of the week. So I was working at a gaming and technology festival, which is based in Edinburgh. It's there just for the festival. And yeah, I'm working there as a camera operator and they're having me in as a vlogger. And is, there's some cool stuff there. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say what's there just yet. Yeah, I would but, probably say no because um, I don't want to get shouty emails. <laughs> it's it's really cool. <laughs> so like I say, there's like there's they're experimenting with things to say the least, and it's cool to see. And mm. um, I did a tiny bit of graphic design, but I had to stop doing that job because of. TV jobs that I've got coming up and the festival jobs that I have coming up. So, yeah. I also played a lot of Overwatch this week, so I'm back playing Overwatch again. And I, actually, I actually played ranked and I showed Nick one of my ranked matches just before we started recording. And mm, I, ended up, I ended up with a rank 47. I was actually surprised because I thought I'd done terrible because it was like four lossy... No, it was like four wins and like six losses or something like that. Yeah. If you're rank 47, does that also mean you're agent 47? Yeah. <laughs> Have you shaved your head? Yeah. I actually, well, yeah, remember, ages ago I shaved yeah, my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was a hitman joke. I just thought I know, we could... I know. Trying to be relevant. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I'm also level 83. So I'm not nice. prestige yet, which is killing me because like I'm one of the last two in our group to become prestige. Is it killing you softly? Yeah, with its love. There we are. Musical themes this week. <laughs> so what about you? What were you up to? Oh, just because I'm antisocial and despite the fact the weather's really nice. Lots of Witcher 3. I am now level 31, which makes me more powerful than you. <laughs> it's funny because um, it's true. Yeah. I've sort of reached a large point where I think it's building to another massive fight. Which I'm probably under leveled for, so I'm just going. Yeah, I'll do side quests, and um, it's actually it's actually proving really helpful because like I did a, a random side quest that I thought wasn't going to give me anything, and just by chance it gave me a sword that was like an extra fifty damage mm. on top of my existing weaponry. Um, it's nice. I've reached. I've I've sort of reached that point um, in an RPG where not that you're invincible, but the majority of enemies don't really bother you. Yeah. Um, and I'll get into that in a second. But there is one thing, there is, I won't spoil it too much, but there's a big, this kind of links into what we'll be discussing later, but there's this big fight with a lot of, basically all the main characters that you interact with yeah. for that game. And it feels like a medieval version of the Avengers. It's pretty cool. Like, it genuinely feels like that moment of, like, like you might you might be a bit in trouble, and then out of nowhere someone comes in with an assist just giving you, like, yeah. um, sort of a bit extra. Um and then that's it, really. I've, I'm going to do a bit more Witcher 3 chat in a second because I've got a side feature with a really <laughs> sexy, exciting name that will probably never appear on this podcast again. Um, my No Man's Skype... No Man's Skype? No Man's Skype. No Man's Skype. <laughs> that's the title. That's the title, yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put that in right now. No Man's Skype. No Man's it's Skype. It's because I was trying to say No Man's Skype hype. Um, yeah, I'm now even more excited because... <laughs> 
by the time um by the time we record next week i will have played the game you'll be able to get my first impressions uh, a couple bit of interesting bits of news around it apparently the servers are getting wiped before its official release because some people have had the game already and have done stuff so as a bit of punishment they've basically gone right yeah. you can have your progress deleted um we know there's going to be a day one update as well because mm. apparently hello games have just finished making it i'm hoping it's not going to be too large because apparently the whole game is quite small yeah like because the whole thing is procedurally generated the only stuff that's really on the disc is like music and things yeah but um yeah and then the last bit of news is because i'm a bit of a i finally succumbed and joined the herd and i downloaded pokemon go on my phone and what did I you haven't catch? actually i haven't actually left my house to do anything yet but i've caught a squirtle which i renamed swag swag turtle <laughs> and, a, and a pat and a paras oh nice it yeah, took, then, i had to go into town to catch one of those no weirdly it let me do it in the in my house in my house but mm. i think it was slightly glitchy because the very first time i booted up the game i was like i'm gonna do the because i know there's a way to get pikachu like if you avoid the starters uh but then i opened the game and my trainer was standing like on on the map and it all looked fine but all the three starter sprites had overlaid on top of each other oh looked... yeah so like charizard charmeleon's head is poking out of the side of an ivazor and it looks mm-hmm. sorry a bulbazor and it looks terrifying yeah but um yeah and i will go out and about with it and hope like i've i thought pokemon go wasn't going to work for me for a number of reasons but i'm going to go out and about i'm not going to yeah. be one of those people that's going to go out specifically for it but like if i'm out and about and my phone goes buzz i'll give it a go yeah i mean like this is where when i wish i lived near you because i would just take you out and just be like yeah let's go hunting you but, said yeah, yeah that, at least i came across as less creepy when you first suggested the idea <laughs> yeah because you, she said and i quote if we live close together i take you hunting just that, no, just, just, just that, no. That's the tw- uh, as I said, that's the 2016 equivalent of getting the van. Yeah, I, I on- see. When you said that, I honestly thought you were going to say that's like a 26 oh. equivalent of like fox hunting, and I was just like, no, <laughs> we're kind not harming is, anything. There are, there, there are some fox-based Pokemon, like uh, Pokemon mm-hmm. Pokemans. <laughs> that's what my mum calls it. She goes, "Have you got any Pokemans?" And I'm just like, yeah. Nope, cause my data yeah. shite. <laughs> oh, my data is so good. I get four G everywhere. Yeah, but don't you I'm have like, like six gig of like I data do. or something like that? Cheap yeah. as hell. I'm like Kevin Bacon, but less annoying, and I'm not on EE. <laughs> I'm actually considering joining them because they've got that. The longer you stay, will double your data. Think, and I'm oh, just really? like, yeah, I'm just like double data. Yes, please. Yeah, but if it's the double of like a hundred meg, then it's pretty useless. Yeah, but I think they start off with like five hundred or something like that. That's not. Too bad. I think you can choose. Yeah, I'll you know, just be like, give me the best you have. Yeah. Anyway, now we're gonna move into a side feature mm-hmm. that I've given the edgiest name ever, calling it Witcher Three Strat Chat. <laughs> yes. If this feature was ever gonna reappear and I had a skill, there'd be a little jingle, but I can't be bothered. <laughs> but no, this came about because I've. Ju- I'll try and keep this spoiler free. Like it doesn't really spoil anything. But I've just finished the fight with uh, Imolith. Mm-hmm. He's basically a big guy that looks a lot like Sauron when you first see him as a human, right at the beginning of the Lord of the Rings films, and he's got a big mace. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I was really struggling for the longest time with that fight until I realised my approach was just the exact opposite of what you yeah. need to do, and the game actually tells you the right way to do it. And basically, my big thing is play defensively because you cannot, you just cannot block or parry any of his attacks. Mm. And basically, if he manages to hit you, he can stun lock you quite easily and yeah. decimate your health. So just play it slow. It, um, his his moves are very telegraphed. He'll do like sort of a forward attack and a spin, so you can attack him from behind. But yeah. So my sort of main advice is don't stop ducking, diving, dodging, and rolling. Um, use the place of power outside the arena. That will boost your Quen spell intensity. Mm. That is the one spell I would recommend using because you need to get close enough to him that you can exploit his weak points because if you're yeah. too far away, you try and run to get him and he's already got you. Yeah. Um, and I, I would also argue, thinking about items, stamina regeneration potions are more important than v- vitality regeneration potions in this case because it's going to just be able to just constantly sort of 
keep, keep casting spells. I actually think I took one hit in the entire fight when I did it. Yeah. Um, and obviously he does, at periodic points of the fight, have like ice armor. Um, and obviously, depending on how you're leveled, because I was a couple levels too high, I think, that didn't really bother me. But you can also um, uh, get rid of that armor just with your fire spell if you need mm-hmm. to. But yeah, just take the fight slowly, play defensively, not offensively, because there's no there's no trick way. You, it's, a, it's a slow old fight. You, I'm pretty sure I broke the circle button on my PS2, a PS4 controller, just spamming dive and roll and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, just play it defensively. <laughs> Go in with yeah, go in with uh, stamina boosting uh, potions and things, and you should be fine. Like it's not. I just liked it because I was saying before we recorded that felt like the most Dark Souls that game had ever been. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of it's a slightly hypocritical statement because I've never played Dark Souls, but and then I think in the majority of places you can brute force your way through that game. Yeah. Like if if you're like five ten levels over leveled, you can just brute force your way through. Where that was one fight where like I could have been level a hundred. And it wouldn't have mattered. Like, you cannot stop mm-hmm. the fact that he deals absurd amounts of damage. So yeah, if anyone had... I actually considered streaming my fight, because I know that another PlayStation records footage by default. And I very nearly considered uploading my successful fight, but I missed my chance in the end. You should have, because I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> it's basically just me <laughs> rolling about like an arsehole. And it's quite funny, you can tell like, I get really panicked in his final form. Because in his final form, he basically starts teleporting around. He'll do a set of three attacks, and then he'll get stuck for a second, and that's when you attack him. And you could probably see the panic of me thinking, if he teleports in in the wrong place, and I don't duck away, I'm going to die. And yeah. I had no health. I had no health regeneration items at all because I didn't have any food or anything. So I was like, yeah, if like if he gets one attack in, I'm basically screwed. Yeah. See, like. A lot of people slam people in The Witcher who use food, but I actually like it because you can get vitality without freaking getting intoxicated. Yeah, <laughs> so... and typically, and yeah, and it's like I'm pretty like, and I re- I think on higher difficulties you don't get health back by meditation. Like mm-hmm. I'm only playing it on normal. So yeah, food is one of the best ways to do it, really. Yeah. So like, I usually take like a vitality potion, and then I take food, so it speeds it up. Yeah. I do think it's I do think it's quite fun that whenever you take an alcoholic drink for vitality, it makes the screen go funny. <laughs> yeah, mm. it's, it's quite funny. There's actually one side quest where you have to get drunk at one point mm-hmm. <laughs> to lure out a monster. But yeah, that was just like I wanted to bring that up because I'm sh- I know the majority of people have played The Witcher. It's kind of been and gone. Yeah, but they just kind of stuck out to me. And if anyone's stuck on that fight, then because it, it was something that for me. I thought, was this going to be the point where I just stop with The Witcher? And I think, right, it's got to go on the shelf. And then I sort of came back a day later, completely fresh approach, did it first time, yeah. barely lost any health. Like, <clears throat> because I'm so good. <laughs> it is just so fun, the number of people I can one-hit kill now. Yeah. I deal like a thousand damage, it's quite amazing. And you probably deal about four, because you're I a filthy I deal strop. quite a lot of damage, actually. If you look back on my previous live streams, like I've went in on monsters and people and just went in with my bare fists. I took down a bandit camp, a camp yeah. with fists alone. One of my viewers was just like, "I bet you can't do it with it with fists." And he went, <laughs> "Oh shit! Well, I stand corrected." <laughs> oh, to be fair, speaking of fists, there's like a there's like a bear knuckle fighting side quest. Oh yeah, and I cannot do the last one in Novigrad. I just can't. I did. I completed all of them. I think because normally, like, you can stun lock them quite easily, and yeah. then that's your problem solved. But I can't seem to do it on this one. I don't care too much. Like, I have a bit of a conspiracy that if you leave quests too too long, it cuts the amount of XP. Yeah. Because like I'm doing some quests and it's like you earn three XP, and I'm like, come on. Yeah, because so long like when you get like to a certain level. And you're oh, okay. it's, it's kind of like it's no longer relevant. It, you don't get as much XP for it. Yeah. It's what you would fun. have if you were a lower level. But yeah, I'm still enjoying that. I'm just going through the phase of like every single undiscovered location. <laughs> I'm just like strolling up and it's like, oh, there's a level 25 monster dead. Yeah. Oh, I... I did feel slightly less smug when I stumbled across a level 30 Cyclops and he nearly <laughs> killed me in like three hits and I just ran away. I did that. <laughs> I came across him by accident. Nope. See you later. I, like, I could... Because I was like, I could maybe take this. It'll be a long fight. He did. He got me in one punch, and I lost like a fifth of my health. I don't know. <laughs> just, just, just no, no. You just go over there. Uh, can I ask your opinion uh, though? 
Yeah. Have you done the mission of where you have to pull a prank in Skellig? Mm, I to get rid of a so. monster. Uh, I might have done. One with the baby in the oven. If you picked up. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your fucking reaction when he just threw the baby in the oven? I, yeah, it was a bit weird. Like, <laughs> I, I was thinking that. Yeah. Because I was just like, shit, shit, shit. I felt well, I so it, bad. It, yeah, because isn't it, isn't it an in game choice? You can either say chuck it in the oven or. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of like, yeah, I didn't quite know what to expect. Like, it really panicked me, and it's one of the few times in that game where it uses time decisions. Yeah. But yeah. I got the fright of my life. But I didn't, I didn't realise there was going to be someone behind it, so I genuinely thought I'd killed the baby. And I was yeah, just I like, wasn't, oh my I had god. The, I had the same thought, but that's because I probably, pro- I wasn't properly watching the cutscene. Mm-hmm. I, I got distracted by something, and I was like, yeah. Oh, oh, it's not dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was so relieved. And it happened on live stream, so I was just, oh, oh my god, I was in a state. Yeah. Oh, one minor thing. That game really needs to sort the platforming out. Because um, I was... I was in one area where there's a lighthouse where mm-hmm. there's some, I think there's some diagrams for armor or gear or something. Yeah. And there's a bit where they lower the drawbridge, and I swear the correct way to get to the place to lower the drawbridge involves you glitching the game. Like I'm ninety nine percent sure you end up jumping up a, like a, a rock face that you're not actually supposed to be able to jump up. I know what you're on about. And the, and yeah, because it took me so long because I was like, there has to be like a a normal way to do this it has to be a set a way I haven't realised and then no, I just went on YouTube went on YouTube and you basically just had to glitch your way up in really awkward jumps yeah it's fucking stupid like some of the level design on that is just yeah that's that's the one bit that annoys me like um like I think like I would quite prefer like you know obviously if you sprint and hold down jump you'll grab any ledge yeah I'd, I'd prefer if it just did that automatically same I absolutely hate having to like jump up and grab the ledge and because half the like time I don't be... realise then I die and it's like uh... yeah I feel like there's so much more that they could yeah. have done with it I mean it's a good game but it's just the oh, mechanics yeah, no, it's a is a bit game. shit yeah, it's little things like I possibly think when, as they strived for realism, mm-hmm. they sometimes sometimes it's better to sacrifice realism for good gameplay. Yeah, it's like the whole thing that when you summon Roach, he'll walk up to you, but that often leads to stupid things. When I think most gamers would just accept if he just teleported right yeah. next to you, and like you could explain it in the universe of the game, like oh, he's a magic horse and he can or- teleport, and it would have been fine. But no, they had to make him a horse that's always like ten paces away from you. Or even like if you were looking in a certain direction, he teleported behind you and just came in from the side. Yeah, like that would work. Oh, but- it's, like, it's like it's like a famous thing. Have you heard? There's a sh- oh, there's a Sherlock Holmes game on PC. Oh God. Where it's I, th- I think it's something like they forgot to um. Give Doctor Watson a walking animation. Oh, so in game he's basically like a weeping angel. That if you like leave a room and you aren't looking at him, and then you turn around, he's right behind you, and it's fucking terrifying. Have you seen there was something? I think I seen it online somewhere, and someone had. Do you know how you can have like the slideshow kind of wallpapers? Yeah. Someone had it as a weeping angel and it got closer and closer and closer. Their oh. friend didn't realise and their friend got the fright of their life. Jeez. And I was just like, oh, oh that reminds me. You would have been so happy yesterday. I ran Why? into I ran into someone on Overwatch and they were called the Doctor. We became friends. And of um he actually played to it. <laughs> and I was just like, Do you have a TARDIS? They went, Yeah, and he says, Do you know my friend River Song? And I went, Yes. <laughs> I was so happy. I could have just... I could probably have made his facade crumble by just asking him really obscure questions. <laughs> so being like, oh, is the comedian circuit giving you a bit of trouble then? Brain explodes. It wouldn't surprise... Like, on PC it tends to be a lot older people. So it wouldn't yeah. surprise what me if it was P- What if it was Peter Capaldi? Oh my god. Don't. Don't. Because then that would mean I would have Peter Capaldi on my friends list. And that would make me so happy. Well, given that he wouldn't reply to you on Twitter, I don't think he'd add you on a friends list. Well, you never know, because he might not know who I am. So <laughs> no, well, you're pretty, you're pretty well known, like that SEO. <laughs> that SEO is on point. Like, yeah. Oh, anyway, that... I think we got yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. 
yeah, we got wildly off topic. We got a couple bits of news, and then we're going to go into our community stuff because our community stuff so lovely. They gave us so much stuff. Have a virtual hug from me, and Dapper might hug you or punch you. I don't know. Hey, I already said that I was going to hug one of them. Okay, we'll get to that, but no favoritism. <laughs> so yeah, um, I will give you. Well, I should probably give you both bits of news because they're things that appeal to you. Uh, you can take the first one if you want. Okay, fine. I did read about this, so um. Overwatch has had added an update that's kind of tied into the winter, uh, the winter Olympics, uh, the uh, the summer Olympics called Summer Games. Mm-hmm. They've added a new game mode called Lucio Ball uh, that's centered around one of the Overwatch characters, and there's basically just new skins, new intros, new poses that are all through special loot boxes, which mm-hmm. did make me smile because this sounds like suspiciously when TF2 started bringing in crates. But anyway, oh, they've uh, always and- had them, yeah. Yeah, and then also, and then weekly brawl also means that there'll be more Olympic games coming throughout the month. But it's not going to be a wholly permanent thing. I'm not that surprised, but they could well bring it back. They are they, every four years, every year, whatever. They think what they think they're going, what we think they're going to do is they're going to rotate it. So they're just going to put it into the brawls that get rotated through, because okay. um, that's what Blizzard do. They have brawls that they rotate through so sometimes you'll get the one where you have to play as defense characters which is oh yeah and um yeah but this one's so much fun if have you played rocket league i i always meant to i'm so annoyed i missed the boat oh you need you need to play this like this is way better than rocket league yeah because every time i see rocket league i'm like i probably would really enjoy it and the, the thing that put me off was like because I know it started out as like an indie game. I was mm. expecting it to be on PSN for like 15 quid. Yeah. And then I checked, but they charged like 30, 40 quid for it. And I'm like, yeah. for what it is, I don't think it's quite worth that. It's not, to be honest. Like, it yeah. feels like it should be a part of a bigger game. I like what they're doing with this. Yes. Because yeah. the yeah. controls well, I wouldn't. Yeah. The controls on Rocket League are just so bad. Like, when I use controller, because like the keyboard or mouse, fuck that that's yeah. all i can say for rocket league on pc but like the freaking controller it's just it's it's not nice but yeah. this has actually it works well on keyboard and controller lucio yeah. is really easy to control anyway and he's really fast and nimble which is actually a lot better than the cars in my opinion and um yeah, he has his little ultimate, which actually draws the ball into the goal if you're like standing at the goal and all at the right time. That's good. And he's a lot easier to control on the controller as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's a good. He's just all around a good character. But they're going to do different events for different characters. So for Tracer, we're thinking that they're actually going to have a sprint. I remember reading that somewhere. Okay. And there's going to be weightlifting for oh um, Zarya or something yeah. to that effect. So it's going to be something to yeah. do with weights because in her voice line for it, it's like, I am the strongest woman in the world kind of thing. And yeah. like, she's just in weightlifter gear okay. and tracers in like sprinting gear. So we think they're actually going to change oh, throughout the Commonwealth Tracer, Games. Tr- Tracer in sprinting gear is not going to cause even more controversy. Hope not, because I don't mind what Tracer wears. I don't mind that she looks attractive. I know. I was just pulling your leg <laughs> and the collect- collective leg of the uh, of the community. I think it'd be quite funny if they were just like, yeah, her athletics outfit is like a unitard that's like <laughs> barely there, and just like, yeah, screw you. <laughs> anyway, um, this next bit of news made you like flip out in all sorts of ways, and it means very little to me. So for those who don't know, like I love anime, and when I say I love anime, uh, it's pronounced anime. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear, I could hear the anger in your voice. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. Just disappointed. I'm not angry. I was just like oh, face palm. But yeah, basically, mm. I love Death Note. Death Note is like in my top three anime, and basically. Ryuk has a certain look, he's a Shinigami, and he has a certain look, and they have cast William Defoe. Some or Willem. Of you, or Willem, however you say his name. Basically, the, the <coughs> Green Goblin from Spider-Man. Oh god, don't bring that up. 
<laughs> we don't talk about the old Spider-Man films. All the new Spider-Man films for that matter. The old ones were good. Like, the first one, the first two were good. The third one was terrible. Yeah, the third one, the clicking down the street, come on. That made on. me cringe. Best scene in films ever. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, it's on, they're doing a Netflix version of the anime Death Note, and it's going to be a movie. And he is going to be playing the Shinigami, who basically follows light around and actually drops Death Note. And I'm not going to spoil it. Spoiler it? Spoil it. And basically, we were hoping to see some like spooky voiceovers and wet mouth noises because Ryuk eats apples all the time. And it's, I think it's actually going to be a voiceover. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, God. But it's a perfect role for him because Ryuk is just hilarious. <laughs> and he kind of looks a bit like him. I think I yeah. read somewhere that it was actually based on him as well. So I'm just thinking of Ryu from Street Fighter and I don't even play Street Fighter. So oh, you need to anyone else you need to Google Ryuk this. from Death Note. Do I need safe search switched off? No. Okay. I will do it right now, listeners, for you. And also live Googling. I found out who actually is going to be playing now, and it's a dude called Keith Stanfield. And a lot of people are kicking up a stink about it because he's black and it's like who the hell cares? It looks like a cross between the Joker and a Witcher character. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be... I read somewhere, whether it's true or not, he's supposed to be based on William Defoe. So, mm, I mean... That's, not, I mean, that's you, not saying good things about William Defoe. I though. mean, like, the look-wise, apparently. I mean, I think yeah. he's got, like, the smile down. He could easily do it, like, in person. Yeah. I would love to see that, actually. I don't want to see an animated version of him again. I want to see a real... Someone IRL. who's there, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, have you got anything else you want to discuss before we move into our topic for this week? Uh, not really. Okay. So this week's topic came about because I'm obviously playing The Witcher. And obviously mm-hmm. the protagonists in The Witcher are the titular Wild Hunt. And I won't... And I will be very careful how I say that. Titular? Because God knows... <laughs> God that's what that's what made you laugh. I said titular, <laughs> even though that's a perfectly valid yeah. <laughs> way of describing it. Anyway, ignoring the fact that I work with someone with who has the mental age of a four-year-old, it made me think: When was the last time in video games that a protagonist, sorry, an antagonist, that should say, felt gen- genuinely threatening? Because I think the reason the Wild Hunt works so well in The Witcher is mm. the vast majority of that game. Um, you're basically by yourself. Like, you're given the impression that Geralt's sort of a one-man army, he can sort of do anything, he's pretty much unstoppable, yet any time you go up against the Wild Hunt, you're never alone. Mm-hmm. You're always with people, and even just that one little sort of addition makes you realise, wow, this is this is really something major. Mm-hmm. And one thing that really struck me is that, I hope this won't spoil anything, but after sort of the first proper fight with them... Instead of, like, when everyone's finished, like, instead of it being a cause for celebration, they basically just go, sigh, right, what have we got to do next? Like, they don't, like, they realise that it's such a massive thing that it's not. And anyway, this one we realised, and I was like, and I started to think, well, what do you need for for an antagonist to be properly threatening? And I was thinking, I think you've either got to make it on such a massive scale Mm -hmm. that it overwhelms you, or it has to sort of be more personally affecting. Yeah. So I was thinking, as I always do on a daily basis, about Life is Strange and how the sort of tornado water spout that's threatening Arcadia Bay, mm-hmm. I think is genuinely threatening for the simple reason that throughout the course of that game, you learn in, like, you form proper relationships with basically every single person in that town. So when you think the town is under threat, it's not like, oh, it's just going to destroy some people that are effectively mm-hmm. just polygons. They feel like actual, real, living people. Yeah. And that's why it works so well. I'm sorry, I don't know if you want to riff off this. I've spoke for like five minutes without letting you say anything. No, like, I completely agree with you. Like One of the games I actually put down for this was Wolfenstein. Yeah. It takes what you have said and actually puts them in the centre of power. So like, Wolfenstein and the Order, for me, like the biggest and hardest freaking antagonist that I've ever came up against was in Wolfenstein in New Order and it was the Nazis and specifically 
Willem Strathy or whatever v- his name is. Like Wilhelm. Yeah, it was like <laughs> as in Kaiser Wilhelm. Yeah, as in Wilhelm scream. Yeah, <laughs> but basically, like what I liked about it was the fact that it made you think, like shit, we were like one move away from actually having that happen. Yeah, that could have easily have happened at one point, and it was interesting to see what actually happened after. And mm. but it was an absolute bugger to get around because the technology that they had in the game it was oh my god there was these giant dogs that would come at you and i would i would scream <laughs> you knew it was coming but you would get that jump scare and i would shit myself every single time and nice. like this guy because i guess i couldn't really use hitler again because it was in the 60s he was allegedly supposed yeah. to be dead clearly dead um yeah. but and they had used him in the original games as Mecha Hitler. He was, from what I've seen, he was pretty difficult as well. Like, yeah. he was quite terrifying in his own little way. But the one mm. that really fucking annoyed me, this woman scared me. Because they had, a, like, um, she must have been, like, a captain or a corporal or something. But her name's Irene Engel. And she had, like, a boyfriend who was about 40 years younger than her called Booby or Bobby, or whatever his name is. And, like, they creeped me the hell out. Because, <laughs> like, they were just so... It was just... It freaked me out. I was just like, no, stop. And then there's at one point I was so happy I got to, like, break her jaw. Made my life. <laughs> but she, her face, like, pops up with her broken jaw and it is the most terrifying Ooh. thing I've ever seen. And I love is that game. Alpha? Yeah. It's fantastic. Like if you yeah. if you don't have it, I suggest you buy it. Like we've linked. There's a link yes, with like it's, um, everything. Yeah, in and it. it's available on current and previous gen consoles and PC and yeah. things. So you can definitely. And it's, and it's on current quite cheap now because it's. Yeah, and it's quite. Che- I think it's quite cheap now in general. The sound design for it is also amazing because it's the same guy who yeah. did Doom. Yeah. Is... To be fair, though, I'm such a history nerd, and I know it's like a parallel timeline that I'd go. Well, that's wrong. That's wrong. Well, not really, because it's past actual, the actual yeah. war. It's like post-war, so it's not yeah, really wrong. Think, it's allegedly yeah, what like would have happened. A, isn't there a point in that game where like, there's a moon base or something? Yeah, because it's and based I, in the 60s and we would have went up. Well, they would have went up into space. Yeah, true. By that point, so... Because they, ha- they had really advanced technology. Yeah, and like it, the and V1 and V2... And rockets and yeah. And their technology in the sixties gets even more advanced, which is why they're able to get up to the moon a lot earlier than what we did. Yeah. This is genuine history, but have you ever heard about Hitler's super gun? No. It's the coolest thing. It's basically a massive cannon he built in the well, he didn't build it, in the forests of France mm-hmm. that was able to hit Britain. And it worked in a really cool way of it was a conventional sort of cannon, so a projectile fired along a barrel. Mm-hmm. But along the barrel different intervals at both sides were separate um, projectiles that would explode yeah. and the extra gases were able to propel it. It's an amazing bit of technology that never got used. Damn. So yeah, it proves that yeah they had a lot of good technology. He had like a lot of good stuff there, but it was just that certain yeah. certain people just didn't agree with them, so he decided to... Well, and a lot of the time like they couldn't really build it. They didn't yeah. really have the industry to build it. So, like, here's this fantastic thing that we can barely mm. cobble together. So, like, they had... Sorry, listeners, it's not a video game podcast, but if they had far superior tanks but couldn't build enough of them, mm-hmm. which is why the Russians won the Battle of Shenkursk. Yeah. No! Oh, no. Kursk. Sorry. Yeah. But... Shenkursk is a battle in the Russian Civil War. See? The more you know, guys. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but, yeah. That's not the that's not the tune for well, the more you know. That's the it? tune that I'm giving it, Okay. <laughs> The more you know. Basically, but anyway, like this game is fucking amazing, and that's why I like it. Is just because the antagonist is so interesting, and I've always yeah. wanted a video game, and no one's. Do- I don't think, to my knowledge, no one's done it yet. I want a video game that tells a war from the Nazis' perspective. Okay. I know that would get like a lot of hate, but I'm tired of. Well, seeing- no, I think if it's. Ugh. Well, no, I think if it's, I think you can do it. You just can't. You don't want to be seen to glorify it no. to too much of an extent. 
I just want to see like it's not... their side of the yeah. story because I'm tired of mm. hearing like, oh, we won, we're the heroes. No, because like to a certain point, the way that I see it is like, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but each oh, side has like their reasons for thinking why the other side isn't. Yeah. Right? And I want to see what their reasons were mm. for kind of doing what they did. Yeah, well, I can have a big discussion with you guys off air yeah. if you want, because that's stuff I've looked into. But anyway, we decided, coming off this, we decided to do something a little bit different this week. Because mm-hmm. anyone that uh, actually bothers to read the release notes that I make every week, I always say whenever we have a discussion topic, mm-hmm. oh, please, we want your opinion too. And as much as we love you, no one has ever, ever really done that, bar a couple of occasions. So I pulled the old switcheroo and I, and I sent out a tweet being like, this is what we're going to discuss this week. Mm-hmm. Has anyone got any opinions? And you lovely people, you actually replied and you gave me really in-depth um, <laughs> in-depth answers. So I'm going to just go through some community responses. Uh, so Corey of the One Track Gamers, he um, he said the Reapers in Mass Effect. And his justification mm-hmm. was, it took three games for them to get here. And the first thing they do is destroy Earth with no issues. All you can do is run. They are scary as hell. Yep. And yeah, I've not properly played those games, but I've seen a bit of... I somehow saw some gameplay and yeah, they just seem to be like stepping on buildings and just wrecking, and yeah, and you can't do anything. I have a question for Corey. Well, hopefully he'll hear so, this. So, Corey, if you're so. listening, you have to like let me know on your podcast. Did you romance Garrus Volcarian? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to know. Garrus's Garrus's love. But yeah, like that's fair they enough. they were yeah, pretty. Corey, scary. you have been told she is a scary lady. If you think you're, uh, if you think Amanda's scary, just you don't know anything. <laughs> Uh, next up, the lovely and very interesting Video Games Generation podcast says the alien slash xenomorph that stalks you through the Sevastopol station in alien isolation comes to mind. Incredibly tense and a real threat. Uh, yeah, I've never played a game because, like I said, I'm too chicken. It would make me jump too much. I genuinely think it could cause me physical harm. Yeah, like I haven't played it, but I've got Alien vs. Predator on my PC. I haven't gotten around to play it. Yeah, like I heard an amazing thing that apparently with um, Alien Isolation supports the PlayStation camera, so you can set it up that if the game, sent if the camera senses too much movement or sound in real life, yeah. it will translate that into the game so the alien finds you. Holy, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I also know that um, in I think I think you can switch this on in the normal version, but it's also in the VR version mm-hmm. that you have a little motion tracker thing that you can build. Mm-hmm. And in the VR version, you have to look down to look at the motion tracker. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that the alien could creep up on you, and then you look up and Fuck it's just there, me. and you're no. dead. That's why, yeah, that's why I'm never playing this game. <laughs> I've never played that in VR. Fuck that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I will scream. Um, I will scream like a big girl. Yeah. Do you want another fun history fact that this tweet has just reminded me? Yeah. Do you know what Sevastopol is, Walls? No, I didn't take history it, in school. It was one of the battlefields of the Crimean War. Oh, nice. So the more you know again. No, see, in school, like, we got shit history. So we got the Industrial Revolution. And oh, fucking... the Industrial Revolution's great. Yeah, but we got it fucking eight times in a row. Oh. Yeah. And we got um, the freaking Battle of Blackburn over and over and over. Never heard of it. Never heard. Are you serious? I'm assuming that's a Scottish. Are you fucking serious? You told me about this when we first knew each other because it's some Scottish-centric thing. Are you actually? Are you being serious? You've watched. You've, wa- you've watched. You've watched Braveheart, and you don't no, know I've what that is. It. You're, you're doing freaking what? William Wallace impressions all the time. You go freedom. Yeah, How because the hell everyone knows that know line that from is? the film. That doesn't mean that I've. Oh my doesn't mean that I'm you're a history buff. How can you not know? It's basically the Cornish Rebellion of 1497. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm not that much of a medieval fan, history fan, but yeah, I don't know anything about this. I would love a game about that as well. By the way, <laughs> I think that would Total be so War. cool. Total War Blackheath, make it. Yeah, that would be really cool. No, like you know how you have that new medieval game for Honor. So like, if you you could you would have yeah. a choice. Of like being Scottish or English or Irish or whoever, mm. and then like to be fair, I also don't think they were samurais Vikings, but yeah, but who cares? Again, does look cool. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then John also says, uh, John of One Track Gamers says, Resident Evil Three comes to mind. Nemesis was one determined monster. Mm. 
yeah, so yeah, thanks very much for all your input. I think we're probably going to, if we can be organised enough, we're going to try and do this more in the future that we'll yeah. decide on what we're going to talk about each week. And then we'll get you guys to... Um, to send your responses you can also send us questions generally which people have done this week uh you can tweet us at gwb pod on twitter or you can email us at gwb podcast uh dot at gmail.com uh so dapper you got a bit of community news that you kind of yeah you, uh, witnessed um i ran into wendell on a couple of streams like three yeah. streams to be exact my own dave's and a stream that i watch called book Ghost on Gaming. And he was really cool. He was very complimentary of the podcast. He also complimented me on my voice when I was feeling a little bit down and upset, and he unintentionally cheered me up. So, yeah. Oh, big hugs, <laughs> Also, One Track Gamers stopped by on my stream and on Dave's stream. Did they just hurl abuse at you? <laughs> no, they were actually quite nice to me. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, um, <laughs> One Track Gamers, you insinuated that this podcast is like a spin-off of yours. No, it is not. You may have helped kickstart this podcast, but we are in no way branded similar to you, <laughs> so calm yourself down. We are separate entities. Just because you can't appreciate that we are the superior podcast. Damn, Nick, that's a bit harsh. They've been at it yeah. longer, so therefore they're superior yeah, to they've us. they've been at it longer. They've had numerous celebrity guests, yeah. so yeah. But still, like, we're just better. No, we're not. We're, we're but really do they not. have a Scottish person on? No, they don't. <laughs> Oh, although I killed their mystery of um, my identity. Oh, did you? Yeah, but I, I'm not telling anyone what my identity is. Of course, yeah, is. I'm, 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 I'm surprised. They've, they've agreed to keep it on the DL. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that was a lot like Batman yeah. in that sense. Speaking of Batman and things, <laughs> um, John, sent, John sent us a separate question. Uh, he says, hey guys, I like the... I like the route you're going with the podcast by talking about disability in gaming. That was definitely a good topic to hear about. Thank you very much. That was something, as I said, I wanted to talk about for ages. Uh, my question for you guys is Marvel or DC Comics? The reason I bring this up is because Suicide Squad is finally out and it looks like it's not going so well for the DC Universe movies. But, but the Marvel movies are still booming. Both Marvel and DC have iconic characters, but which side do you prefer? Thanks for the web content and game on. Thank you kindly, John Mayola. <laughs> He also puts a little challenge uh, at the bottom for us, but I will go back to that. So yeah, Marvel or DC? Um, I'm a combination of both. I like Marvel superheroes, but DC villains. Okay. So what about what about from a film perspective? Whose cinematic universe do you prefer? Uh, like from the superhero point of view, Marvel again. From the supervillain point of view. DC, which is why I, I'm so excited for it, Suicide Squad. I haven't seen yeah. it yet, but that is just my kind of film. Like, all mm. out villains, well, not really villains, just bad guys doing good shit. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've always wanted oh, yeah. to see a film with Joker and Harley Quinn in it. Yeah. So, mm. that has made me very happy, but apparently he's only got about 20 minutes of screen time, but... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for me, like, I'm an absolute, I'm a huge, huge Marvel fan. Watched every film, followed the MCU since day one. I'm the nerd that every time I go to the cinema, I will wait until after the credits because we've learned. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, like, I hate DC. While I haven't seen Batman vs. Superman, and I don't really intend to, mm-hmm. I love the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. I'm interested to see where, um, what a Ben Affleck Batman solo yeah. film's going to look like. So, yeah, I have certain interest in it. I don't know if I want to see Suicide Squad, partly because I don't think I have enough knowledge of the characters. Like, I know about Joker, I know about Harley Quinn, and I kind of know about Deadshot, but, but all the others, I don't. When they make a movie, I... it's not really targeted at the comic fans. It's targeted yeah. at general people, so mm. they will explain everything about everyone. Yeah, and I did. I saw an interesting comparison, because, yeah, like John alludes at, it's not mm-hmm. been had the best critical response, and someone said this was perhaps DC's attempt at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Picking more, pardon me, more obscure characters and trying to do a bit more light-hearted. But whereas Guardians of the Galaxy was a huge success, mm-hmm. this hasn't quite possibly been so it been de- as effective. It depends on what you're looking for from the movie because one man's trash is another man's treasure. Critics yeah. are... They have like they can they they've like slandered films that people have liked. So 
Yeah. Like, they're critics at the end of the day. It's just an opinion. It depends on, like, what you're looking for. You could like it, for all you know. Yeah. Like, that's the way that I see it. I can't... Definitely. I'm one of those unfortunate people that are very critical of films because I can't look at a film as a film. I look at it as, oh, that's that camera shot. They did that to do this. Yeah. And, oh... I have the exact... Yeah. yeah. I have the exact same thing with any book I've had to study. Yeah. Like, I can't go, no, that was nice. No, I have to go, well, look at the metaphors and the genres. And, like, and then you want to punch me in the face. I hated the Superman movie. Like, I absolutely hated which, it. Which one? Man of Steel? Man of Steel. Returns. It's a fucking terrible film, right? Not so much story-wise. Well, yeah, story-wise. But, like, a lot of people be like, that oh, nip-break. that was a good film. Nip-break. But, oh, technically, there were so many mistakes. There's a part that should have been put on a freaking dolly and tracked. There's a part of where oh, Russell Crowe was talking to like the bad guy I can't remember the bad guy's name and like you can tell that it's done handheld and it's oh my god it annoys me because it's so wobbly and I'm like stop seriously put on a fucking dolly track it and it'll be smooth and I was just like and then they also freaking recycled the animation from a Transformers movie because there's a part of where you're like building in a Transformers movie fucking crumbles and there's usually Mm -hmm. something like drilling through it and like squeezing it and then it collapses it fell in the exact same manner and I looked at it and I was just like if you put that monster on that building that is literally what's happening with the building and I was just like that is fucking lazy can I just say something on behalf of our audience and myself yeah nerd (laughs) I'm not a nerd I'm just Someone who's dedicated. No, I just I've just had a lot of training <laughs> to notice yeah. these things. Like same with the sound. The sound was awful as well. Yeah. Like, I just did not anyway, like that movie. I don't like Superman. Yeah, at all. I didn't watch it. I haven't seen it. Be glad. It's one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll circle back. John also says, "P.S. My challenge for you guys is to do your best Batman impression and read this memorable quote." It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Not, that wasn't my attempt. I was just really It's not really clarity. a memorable quote because neither of us could remember it. <laughs> yeah, I had to Google it. But when we finished, I will do memorable quotes that I know you'll appreciate, John, even though they're not even canon. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, so, Daphne, I don't know if you want to go first. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. That was terrible. Nice, that nice. was terrible. <laughs> it's not who I am underneath. But what I do that defines me. <laughs> Hashtag too deep for you. <laughs> but um, also, Nothing's John. Over too deep. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's like having Dave here. <laughs> um, and before you do one of your painted impressions, John, because it's you and it's Batman, I'm contractually obligated to say, Justice, my parents, clean slate. Where is she? There we are. Anyway, come on. You st- you you promised you'd do something. Can't do it for a laugh. So do it. Do it. Okay. Get that glass and do it. <laughs> okay. Right, give me a minute. Okay. You'll think back. This is your ally. That was terrible. That was that was. <laughs> that was fucking... actually all right. Like, no, that was really bad because <laughs> I can't. That's staying laugh. in. <laughs> but yeah. I think you'll find that your impression is kind of bad. Hold on, hold on. I think you'll find that your impression is kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> I love... See, when I first heard the voice of Bane, I could not stop laughing. Yeah, as everyone else. <laughs> oh my god, it was hilarious. Like, and I was just like, I have to watch the rest of this movie with this fucking voice. But like, you got your... And the thing is, yeah... He's not even in the film that much. Yeah, I was just like, it's hilarious. Yeah. I hate when they do that. They're just like, yeah, we're going to have this like freaking antagonist and we're not going to use it as much. It was like when they had yeah. um, Venom and Spider-Man and they didn't use him. Don't. I said you can't talk about Spider-Man 3. I told you this. <laughs> oh, Dig on this. That was such a terrible film. I know. Oh, God. And then it's funny, it turns into like bad Peter... Parker, yeah, that's the thing where he's wearing the dark suit and the dark shirt. He's clicking and he's like, and then he's got like, he's got the like... fucking creepy ass hair. I know. Oh, worst moment in superhero film. Yeah, that film. Um, is lastly, terrible. I um, I just want to raise uh, raise this to people's attention because I'm nice, but 
how can I put this? Not former. I don't want to. Well, it is former actually. Former presenter on this show, Rena, has started a blog which I wanted to raise for people's attention. Uh, I've skimmed through it. I think it's like. Um, I'm really sorry if I get this wrong. I think it's like a sort of trying oh, to keep it. people positive and stuff. So yeah, um, we'll leave a link for that um, in the show notes. Um, give it a read. I hope she does very well. Yeah. And I wish wish her best of luck in her projects. Even though she shouldn't have ever left this podcast. She's awesome. Brad, we don't care. I love her. Brad, but Brad, we don't care about so much. But Rena. <laughs> Rena is love. Sorry, I'm, Brad. I'm kidding, Brad. Hugs. <laughs> Um, is there anything else you want to touch on, Daphne? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's like working with a child. It is like working with a child. Um, I'm going to have to watch how I word literally everything. Yep, literally. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, if you guys... I'm going to do a cheeky plug. Um, oh, hello. <laughs> butt plug. <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, you couldn't stop yourself. No, um, yeah... You guys will probably be wondering, wait, these guys stop by your stream and stuff. Like, how can I stop by your stream? I will leave. Oh, I will good. leave a link in the description because yeah. I'm going to be linking some badass Overwatch stuff over the next month or so, and I'm also going to be doing a Suicide Squad live stream. So Ooh. you guys might want to check that out next Friday. Might be something that's interesting oh, yeah. at 11 p.m. GMT, which is like. Six specific standard time. Oh god! Or Pacific standard we'll, time, or whatever the fuck. We'll we'll find we'll find yeah. it. Time zones can do. <laughs> time zones can do one. Are you the doctor? <laughs> yeah. Are you the doctor? Oh yeah. <gasps> I want to tell yeah. them that I ran into the doctor on Overwatch. Do it, do it, do so, it. Yeah. You've, you've started now. But... <laughs> I ran into someone on Overwatch. They were called the doctor, and they literally played to the doctor. It was brilliant. And I was just like. Hey, do you have a TARDIS? And they were just like, "Yeah, do you know my friend River Song?" And I was just like, "Yeah, I do. She's cool." That's tempted how I'm tempted to play No Man's Sky in the off chance that I ever meet anyone else. Do just it. be like, "Yeah, the, t- do it. the TARDIS is a bit broken, so I got this new ship." Do it, do it, do it, please. Definitely. Yeah. And when you do it, you have to record it and then send it to me. Of course. Well, I'll, or I'll stream it. One of the two. Um, but anyway, that probably just about wraps it up for this week. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us anywhere on Twitter, you can get us at GWBpod. You can email us at GWBpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Snapchat because we're cool and hip at GWBteam35. Uh, subscribe to that and keep an eye out for it next week. You might even get to see my lovely face. Yeah. Try to keep your hats on. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter at another GNG blog. You can find my blog at nickvjenkins25.wordpress.com. You can find me on Steam as Merciful Fate. Probably don't bother, I don't use it. You can find me on PSN as Merciful underscore Fate 497. Dapper, where can people find you? Dapper Paper Bag on Twitter and on Steam. I am now Bowties are Cool. Oh, for f. Not gonna swear. <laughs> oh. I knew that would annoy you. But now I feel obligated to change my Steam name, even though I don't use it to Fezzes are cool, or Stetsons are cool. <laughs> cool. Go or for one it. Of, one of the two. I'm, t- I'm quite tempted. Um, so yeah, that just about wraps it up for this week. I hope, listeners, you enjoyed it. Um, I just want to thank those who got involved and contributed to the podcast again, because we couldn't do it without you. But yeah, so thanks very much, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.